0: Hey, listen to Commander Cuckoo Podcast, Episode Three Twelve. I'm Brad. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of perpetual hype by talking about some Baldur's Gate Commander decks. Now, hit our theme song. <laughs> hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are back. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We remain aboard the hype train. Choo-choo, as I like to say, as we move forward through Commander Legends 2, battle for Baldur's Gate in the Forgotten Realms. Whatever the hell the name is, I said it right twice, I don't care anymore. Is
1: Baldur's Gate in the Forgotten Realms?
0: It sure is. Forgotten
1: Realms is like a it's, world?
0: We've had this conversation yeah. before, but you know what? It's like a planet, I think it's called Toril, oh. is the name of the planet, and then Faroon is a great big continent on the planet, and Baldur's Gate is called Halfway to Everywhere because it's halfway between Waterdeep and Callumport along the Sword Coast. Uh, it also has access landwise to Cormyr and I forget the other major center that it is halfway to. But huh. Moonshine Isles, I think. I think it's the Moonshine Isles. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point is, yes, it's in the Forgotten Realms. It's very cool. This is another episode we're doing about it. This time, we're going to talk about four Commander decks in very brief overview, let people know what we think about them, whether they think they're good decks, bad decks, and what we think they could do better in the future when they make said decks. And if you want to pick up any of those decks, you could definitely head over to our official business, Daddy's Fusion com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Yeah,
1: all of your Baldur's Gate needs, and I'm sure, because they always do, don't have it up in front of me right now, but I'm sure that they do have some cracked decks so you can buy the singles from within the deck whether you're buying the sealed deck
0: sealed product or actually as we sit now because I made an order yesterday using special promo code CCO Spring to save myself 5% off the shit that I was going to buy anyway they don't actually have the singles from the decks but they do have the extended arts and all those rares and stuff oh because you you, can still get the commander singles so you get them because you get them in the
1: collector packs that's right so you got the extended art ones I know for a fact because they've they've told me (laughs) in the past right on the phone they've told me that they were cracking commander decks for example to get singles because there are some and like said said cco spring promo code at checkout to get you five percent off and if you're gonna buy all four of them let's say can't ship sealed product internationally but if you're within canada and you're buying all four you can use cco perks promo code and get 10 percent store kickback in credit how open
0: does it have to be before it's counted as open like, uh, let's say you have the box, and you now they come in that box with, like, the hollow part at the top. Yeah, yeah. If you just got the guy at Fusion just, like, stab that all up, <laughs> is it open now? You know? If I, it was a can of soup, that would be open. I'm sure... I don't know what they do.
1: Not knowing this, way back in, like, 2000... And they cut the corner off the back. ...8 or 9. Like, yeah, 2009 or something, I ordered a sealed box from the States, and of Zendikar because I wanted fetch lands and they emailed me back and said, Hey, you live in Canada. We can't actually ship you like um, sealed product. Mm -hmm. But when this happens, instead of giving you your money back, I personally like the owner of the store emailed me. Now here's the thing. The owner of the store emailed me (laughs) and uh, I handle these situations personally. And all my packs were opened within the box and I got one fetch land. Yeah. Right now. Probably what happens now because volumes of cards moving is so great, and any one set day time, probably you could just they just don't let you order and they'll refund you. But I don't know. So if you're within Canada, you can buy the sealed product. If you're not within Canada and you're going to Fusion, yes, they ship internationally. Yes. The Canadian Postal Service is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. No, it's not actually just moose and geese.
0: Which it, it are it is those things, but there are also airplanes and trucks. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> yeah. we gotta be full you disclosure here in the nation. It's it's actually unreal how often people ask me, "Does Fusion ship to the United States?" Like, what the fuck, man? Like, well, I mean, it's it's not like. Uh, and, and I was just gonna like pick like a under a random underdeveloped country, but instead of singling anybody out, it's not like we're in the dark ages or some un not, underdeveloped country. Like not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet, not yet. I just watched The Watchmen, like the the last little oh, tiny bit of The Watchmen. I love yesterday. that movie so much. Yeah. Yes, they ship internationally. Anyways, moving on. We've got Commander Dex in front of us. There's four of them. I thought there was two, but there's four. Before we get to it, before we get to it, I wanted to ask you some questions about Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons. Now, you didn't tell me there was going to be a test. It's not a test. Oh, okay. This is an opinion piece. Oh, oh, I have those. (laughs) Oh, do I ever. You've had an opinion like once at least. Mm -hmm. We've Mm -hmm. seen Mm -hmm. two trips, or we've we've taken two trips to Dungeons and Dragons land. Yeah. You call it the Forgotten Realms. (laughs) Yes. Dungeons and Dragons Land. Sure. While I've played D&D and other D&D adjacent games, I mostly play Magic and get my D&D from Magic the Gathering. Sure. As somebody who plays D&D more, or at least knows more about it, do you think that Magic has transposed D&D onto itself effectively? Does our two trips to the Forgotten Realms now and Party and backgrounds and dungeons is that does that evoke
0: D and uh, i think so i think that in the in the confines of what magic allows as a like as a quasi competitive game mm-hmm. i think it does it has all of like the the big fantasy monsters and it does a really good job of setting up the 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 setting where you would be if you take the time to read the flavor text or have read any of the books. Mm -hmm. There's lots there to be found and seen and all that kind of stuff. I think that they've given you as much character creation in this set as is
1: really kind of possible and magic with the the backgrounds. Yeah, it
0: lets you kind of pick somebody that maybe you, I'll, I'll use the word identify with, and then give them a background that you kind of like to, change who they are as a character if you want to conceptualize that thing and add it into your deck you could do that which is really really cool and I think that most of the 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 the, they've done a really good job of having like the big scary monsters like the dragons and the beholders and that the illithid based horror pirate deck is also like pretty cool aside from the fact that illithids aren't pirates (laughs) It's cool. Like it. They, they steal your brain. They do do that. Well, and the deck been, also does that. So I think that they've done a pretty good job of invoking at least the the spirit on like a macro level of what D&D is into magic.
1: So this is why I ask. I, ooh, ooh,
0: and, 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 future take that I'm going to make now and then make again when the set comes out. I think they did the same thing with the Warhammer thing in that they have a really, 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 really expensive version of it. Just like Warhammer. Oh, I don't understand what you... Warhammer is so expensive. Do you ever try to try play Warhammer? Man, have you ever tried Can't to play Magic it. the Gathering? Oh, Warhammer's worse. Now, nah, oh. Warhammer might not be worse anymore. <laughs> but...
1: Uh, this is why I ask. You go online. You, let's say you're just trying to learn how to... I'll say play D&D. Sure. Learn how to D&D. You yeah. go to YouTube say, learn how to D&D. Right. Everything that comes up, there's two freaking white dudes like us saying, oh, D&D is storytelling. That's what it is. At its very basis, you're telling a story. That is true, yes. It, it Well, it's true, but if you know nothing about D&D, what the fuck does that mean? Like, like <laughs> how, what, is it, what do you mean? D&D is a story. There's maps and books and things and dice, and I have no idea. So it's storytelling. Does does this a lot, like, does, does our trips to D&D land in magic invoke storytelling?
0: I... Or is that, like, impossible without some kind of... I think without creating an additional format, like uh, Arch Enemy or I guess the Hell of Vault, maybe. Or Horde. Or, or Horde. Horde, or,
1: Horde, Horde Magic, yeah. Yeah,
0: or even like something like planes. if you make, introduce another variant, I don't think that the storytelling element is necessarily there unless you build it into your deck by yourself. And we've done that a few times on the show, but you don't need Dungeons & Dragons to do that. And I think that if you actually wanted to like, build the story of one of the characters illustrated on one of the cards. You could maybe do it, but uh, I don't. I'm not sure how good your deck would be. We tried to do it with Drizzt, but we couldn't use a lot of the things because they're not the same colors. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm.
1: it's just some thoughts I had. Some shower type thoughts when I was showering
0: this morning. I'm glad that you think about me while you shower. I appreciate that. It means a lot to me.
1: All right. Well. Yeah. yeah. I was scrubbing like the bottom of my foot.
0: Whatever. When I thought of it. Yeah, I was still there. <laughs> taking up space, rent free in your head the whole time. Rent
1: free in your head and on the bottom of my foot in my shower.
0: Yeah.
1: On uh, a bump on the hole in the sea in the bottom of the hill. How's it go?
0: That song? There's a flea on the fly, on the hair, on the water, of the frog, on the bump of the log, in the hole in the bottom of the sea? Yes. That's the That's one. That's the one. <laughs> 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 okay. Commander decks. Commander decks. There's four of them. Four of them. I like the name of Party Time. That is a good name. I <laughs> like that one. I think that it, these Commander decks actually really like them. All four oh, yeah? of them, I think... One of them is kind of blah, but I think it's just only blah because I don't play that type of is, magic. Is this,
1: is this the Brando 10,000 foot view? Yes, it okay. is. Okay, give I it th- to us.
0: The pirate one? Love that one. That's the black, That's- blue pirate squid yeah. face one. Horrors! Oh, fuck. Awesome! Right? So cool. I like the werewolf one, the the growl one, because I like growl, And it's something different for growl, where it focuses on playing cards from exile Mm -hmm. so like you play the red draw spells then you get a benefit for playing your spells in that way you get
1: wolves when you cast stuff from exile yeah
0: so it gives you like a really cool new way to new thing to do in that color combination i really like that then you have an is it deck that has a dragon in it and that that's it as far as I uh, Yeah, is, to, there,
1: is there good cards in that deck? We'll have to look. We'll have to look yeah. at the deck. We got them all up in front we'll of us. We'll get to
0: that in a bit. And then we have Party Time, which I don't really like that much. It is the... Spoiler alert. It's the one that you probably want to... If you're looking for the financial bang for your buck, that's the one you want to buy. But... Yeah, it's I got, think it's got it, a couple really good cards in it. For me, it's missing, quite frankly, colors. I feel like mm. white and red might not be the... Or white and black, black. aren't like the... I don't know, this don't feel like party colors to me.
1: I'm sure I'm sure Watsy at least did a scryfall search, because uh, you yeah. know that they don't use fucking gatherer because it sucks. <laughs> um, I'm sure that Watsy did a scryfall search for how many
0: Warriors, wizards, yeah. druids. yeah, because yeah. like wizards are very blue and warriors are very. There's well, lots of u- black wizards. They're u- u- ubiquitous. Yeah, <laughs> ubiquitous. I guess they're kind of all over the place. But I associate them personally more with red and green. But red and blue, you mean? Warriors? Oh, warriors! I thought oh, you were talking yeah. about wizards. Nah, wizards are blue. They're... That's it.
1: I'm sure that there's lots of black ones. Anyways, oh, there's yeah. there's lots here. Yeah, the two the two cards in party time. In party time. Yeah. Are two cards that I actually like quite a bit, and we're not going to go super into them because I mean, like everybody's talking about Everybody them. Everybody
0: knows there's a deep gnome Terramancer. it's a gnome wizard. all eh? oh, right. Huh? It's two, it's a two, two, it's got flash. Uh, whenever your opponents have like a land come into play that they didn't play, you can search your library for planes and put it into play.
1: Yeah. So the basic planes. No, it's just a plane. Oh, Yeah, so That's why it's that's that's one of the reasons that it's good. Once a turn. It's only once a turn, but probably
0: it's every turn like, yeah, it's still pretty good. You know, fetch fetch ramp. Fetch you're, fetch ramp. You're way or, ahead of everybody at this point.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't say if if it doesn't give us like the land tax clause where if they have more than you, yeah. or or if we have more than them we can't get it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's t- what is it
0: 21 bucks? It's Canadian. It's probably 106 yes. USD. At this point right now today, it's about 20 bucks. And it's I don't it'll probably hover around there for a while and then kind of tick up a little bit once the decks are sold out everywhere and then out of print.
1: Mm. I don't want to be naive or ignorant when I say this because this happens all the time, but <laughs> but this card could be legacy playable because it has flash. You flash it in, it's a two-two-for-two two two when somebody cracks a fetch land.
0: Do people still play white in legacy?
1: Yeah, Death and Taxes is a big-time deck.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's got okay.
1: black in it. Or, or, or there's renditions that play play it with black. Or there's blue-white Delver yeah. or whatever. And this can get you a land when somebody does some fetch land type thing. It's got flash. It's a 2-2. Yeah. So that's a thing. That's a thing. The other one is Black Marky
0: Konexhi. Correct. Now, this does a ton of shit, so I have to look over here so I can Oh, I, I got
1: you. I got you. Okay. Black 2 Enchantment. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, choose one or more, right? Yeah. One or more. You can do all of them. Yes. Yes. One, both, or each. Oh, I like that. As we like to say. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Number one. Create a treasure, lose your life. Neat. It's pretty good. Is it a tap treasure? No. Oh. One of them good treasures. Yeah, that's the good treasure. That's a good
1: shit. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's like the new Capenda, that little bar on wheels treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two. Draw one card, lose two life. Yeah. That's fine. It's like the most boring thing, but continue. Number three,
0: lose three life, create a three-three changeling colorless dude. Yeah. yeah, changeling, of course, meaning all creature types. So what fills your party immediately,
1: or gets buffed because it's also a
0: zombie or also a whatever in, uh, in oh, your goblins
1: or a goblin. Yeah, yeah. So people are calling this like a better Phyrexian arena. Would you agree or disagree, sir?
0: Better X, Yeah. I, I,
1: yeah. It's draw one, lose two, where Phyrexian Arena is draw one, lose one. Right? But yeah. you can also choose not to draw if you've got other instances of card draw, and then this is ramp. Yeah. And you get a...
0: <coughs> this guy. <coughs> Sorry. And you can get a benefit from this immediately, because you played on your first main phase. Oh, well, it's your first main phase, yeah, so you first- can't. That sucks. This card is terrible. It's bullshit. Caught it, caught oh, it from everything. Man, I'm dying.
1: I'm dying here.
0: No, I, this card super no, good. It is good. Super good. I. Uh. Why do you think it's the pre-combat main phase instead of the upkeep? Why? I don't know. There's not very many cards like this that do that. Why did they pick that? That seems like a an interesting design choice. And. For no real reason. For a card that already has lots of text, at the beginning of your
1: upkeep, I think is less words. Several less words. Yeah. What's the difference getting a treasure during your upkeep or during your main phase? What are we missing? Uh, The treasure... If it was during your upkeep, you could use it to pay cumulative upkeep costs which on your Mystic e-
0: Remora? Which doesn't exist in this set, therefore probably doesn't exist in Watsi's mind when they conceptualize yeah. the card.
1: Does it matter if you get a creature during your main phase as
0: opposed to your upkeep? Uh, I guess there's a couple of cards in this set that say it to be, uh, during your upkeep you have to sack a dude keep your commander around that's a card that exists that's a background
1: yeah okay that's a reason that's so there's, there's, a reason so it's
0: not in this set, in this deck but yeah. it's in the set so maybe that's a thing
1: oh uh, man
0: but i don't know like it makes a
1: 3-2 colorless guy not a 3-3 3-2 oh Oh three. i said 3-3 three, three, sorry nah just so good. i'm, as as a, as I'm as a little, as little as bit. bit miffed because uh i just got a foil frexian arena from a balfour the defiled deck <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 and now you have to go out and get a full art this
1: yeah and it doesn't come in foil does not might just not play it no i feel your pain though doesn't that suck it does mm-hmm. that sucks really bad mm-hmm. i just i just got a foil now i can't even
0: yeah you're like oh i don't want to cut that now there's a card that's so... kind of
1: better but eh. oh, man i don't know it's
0: the upgrade train man so what else is in this deck why is it so good so we got those two cards that are actually good there's also a skull clamp which i think is worth noting cuz lots of people like skull clamp and that's a thing multi-class baldric, i think is a cool card that it's another new one. It gives all of your equipped creatures abilities for what kind of a creature it is. You can have like a life-linking, death touching, flying something, something, which is kind of neat. Yep. And there was another card I in there. I like that, that guy. He's like, is that the guy that's wearing everything? Yeah, he's just got all is it like an axe and a mace and a oh, sword bad. and a I bunch like of guy. knives and some grenades and shit. It's very, there was another card in here that was really cool that I was like, oh, they're reprinting that. That's amazing. But now I've lost it. I was even looking at it a second ago. I'll find it. You is, say is something. It, is it a new card or a reprint? Uh, no, I think it's an old
1: card. Because a lot of the reprints, or sorry, a lot of the new cards in this particular deck are like are like uh, party this and party that. There and it is, blah, blah, blah. Savine's
0: Reclamation. The, oh, yeah, good su- card. The Sun Titan sorcery that Sun Titans something, and then you can play it again for flashback. That's the other one that was like a Commander card, getting a reprint here.
1: Yeah, how many monies is that card now? 12 bucks? Five bucks. Five bucks? Because it, it probably went down because it's been reprinted. Yeah, I thought it was eight or ten. Yeah, so for sure. So that's,
0: that's good news.
1: Trivia, if you, wanna, if you want a Savine's Reclamation, it's in the same deck as Dockside Extortionist. So if you bought <laughs> that deck to get the Dockside, you have a Savine's Reclamation. Or if you don't think that the hundred-plus dollars that that deck is, <laughs> is justifiable, you're also getting a Sabine Wreck, just so there, you know. There you go, yeah. Also in that deck, mother-ass Pramicon. <laughs> man, I should put that deck back together. Good-ass <laughs> deck. Pramicon never
0: wins. <laughs> no, it, well, it comes in second sometimes. Always, man. It's got the highest, the highest... Second percentage of all time, man. If you had points for first, second, third, fourth place yes, finishes, yes, yes, yes. you'd that's a, that'd be a statistically real good deck, yeah. Second mm, all time, mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go to the next deck. Party if if you yeah. party, then you want the party. If if yeah. if you don't party, then you don't want this deck. Yeah, I
0: th- this is one of those ones where it's like, well, we'll throw in some fucking changelings and go to town. The mirror entity's already here. Oh, cool, right? Like, there's do you, hey,
1: do, okay, last question on this deck. Okay. Do you party in EDH? No. Do you do? Would you? Uh, are you interested in party?
0: No, no.
1: Okay, for real. Last question on this deck. Are you into going to parties when we are in Command Fest, Bellevue and Calgary and and Winnipeg for the Fusion Five K? Are we gonna? Are we gonna
0: party? How is that even a question? <laughs> That's why we're going. What? What? Uh, next deck. Next deck. Yeah, next deck. So we'll move on to the next deck, I guess. I don't know if it's. It's not even alphabetical. What is this? Anyway, it's Exit from Exile. It's the Grohl one. Exit from Exile is definitely the least Grohl name for a deck ever, hey? Yes. But So this one is held, held, helmed by Feldorn Dreadwolf Herald. It was a human druid for th- three, three for three. One is green, one is red, one is colorless. Whenever you cast a spell from exile or a land comes into play under your control from exile, you make a two, two green wolf creature token. And it has one tap, discard a card, exile the top card of your library. You can play it this turn.
1: I like how we didn't even read the party commanders. Because <laughs> we just don't give a shit about party. Yeah, anybody
0: who's said like, well, why are you skipping over the deck and just talking about the expensive cards? Well, the only reason you buy that deck is either you like party and we don't, or you want those expensive cards. Yes. It, it, that... Party works when you have four of a certain type of creatures and things happen, and we don't care. That's party. Yeah, so we're going to move on to this Grohl one okay, because okay. it's something if,
1: interesting. If, if, hold on, hold on a sec. If we're a party and there's only two of us, that means we both have two creature types. Let's pretend it works like that.
0: Okay. Well, what that, are, that, what, that, what? two are you? I'm the rogue and the... Warrior? Warrior?
1: And I'm the wizard and cleric? Yes. Is that how, is that how it would work? Yes.
0: I think that you are significantly more, like, wizardly than me and you know more about like basic phys- like human physiology so if we were both hurt you would probably be the one who is more adept at at helping us set bones and making sure that we don't die oh yes like if I was cut real bad i would trust you more than me to tourniquet my arm
1: Yes, I I would I would take your warrior knife and unscrew the bottom of the handle and dump out like the matches and the string and the needle and I would field stitch your arm back together like fucking Rambo on Rambo one
0: exactly man We're...
1: Rambo one's the best oh yeah way better than any other Rambo movie and I will die on this hill
0: yeah I don't I don't, think that's I, don't fair.
1: I don't know if this is a hill that I that anybody will try to kill me on because Rambo one's the best
0: I think that there are people out there that like the the like I guess it would be Rambo four. It's not better than Rambo in any stretch of the imagination, except for the slick action scene at the end, which is just so good. Oh. It's like he's just on a truck for twenty minutes with the fifty cal machine gun just and it's just people getting wrecked. That's
1: the one where that's the one where it's a meme picture where he's shooting that big yeah. ass gun and it's just like likes. Like yes. Facebook likes or, or upvotes or whatever. That's right. Yes, that's the meme.
0: Yeah, that was so good. That is so awesome.
1: Anyways, this is the exit from Exile Gruel Deck. It's a full forty dollars less than the other party <laughs> deck because it doesn't have the two twenty dollars cards in it. But of note, we do have a Jessica's Will reprint, which yep. half that deck cards price. Yeah. From t- about I don't know eighteen to twenty to about nine or ten U.S. Freedom units. Yeah,
0: which is like a hundred to. 200 canadian yeah and other notable reprint that you called out was primeval bounty yeah a jump start card that was like i i remember trying to buy one and they were between 15 and 20 bucks and now it's a dollar nice it's right where it should be for a not unplayable but super duper casual six mana enchantment that like makes beasts and gains you life right are you sure that card was some jump start absolutely I'm looking at it, and it's got the jumpstart symbol right there. Oh, yeah, it was. Yep. But it was in Magic 2014, too. What? Yeah. Well, shit.
1: I don't think that that's the card that we're thinking of. Maybe this is a different card.
0: Joe will have the one that we're thinking on on YouTube, which you should be watching on, because he does really good work.
1: Yeah. Either way. Or he'll be like, WTF, guys. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe he'll do that, too. But either way, this is a pretty cool deck, I think. So
1: the deck is... is like cast stuff from exile and get wolves so is it like a tribal deck is it just a draw card deck could you could you feasibly just play all of the red exile your stuff from the top of your library card draw spells and then have things like Ashnod's altar and phyrexian altar and you sack the wolves that you get and then you can cast your next cantrip next cantrip next cantrip and Charge through your whole deck, just digging and digging and digging. So yeah, underworld breaches in there, and and past in flames. Could this be like a Gruul combo deck?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think Ooh. on it and, and again, if you if you zoom up a little bit, I think that this is really cool because it gives like a it's Gruul doing something different besides just beating you to death with giant creatures that are just the most amazing things on the earth because they're Gruul, yeah. therefore the best. But it lets you do the red draw tribal. Ah. Right, you just play all the Exile, your cards, and then play them until end of turn cards. Yep. Think there's Chandra's that do that. There's so many different cards that do that. And then you get a benefit of having some Wolves. Or you can just play any kind of deck that you want with just a bunch of draw power in it. And then you get dudes for playing all that draw power in your deck. This is, this is, this is what I'm doing.
1: This is what I'm doing. I'm playing Rituals. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Card Draw Exile. St- like... The, the Chaos draw or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Exile draw in red. I'm playing all the stuff that gives me mana for wolves like Phyrexian Altar and Ashnod's Altar and whatever else kinds of things can do that. Mm-hmm. And the, that new commander that says creature tokens have tap to give you green. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, that's a good card. Yep. And I'm playing Altar of the Brood and it's going to be a gruel Mill deck.
0: We did it. Fuck it. We did sweet. it. Sweet. <laughs> party! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's actual party time, right? That's that, party time I'm on a million gruel. That's how you do it. Dang. That's how you do things. So submit that deck, I
1: guess, because there's probably some real good cards that we never even thought of that, that'll that help you make mana or whatever.
0: Super cool. Let's talk about art for a second. Sure. Just for once, I want to talk about the Nelfeshni. What Just, the hell? Nelf- like, Is that a and d thing? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a demon from the, the, the pit of Avernus. That's also a D&D thing. And if you look at the picture, it has bare boobs on it. Bare boobies. That is some saggy ass demon titties. Right? Like she's got a mohawk and she's got all kinds of crazy tusks and mouths and shit and bare ass boobies. Yep.
1: Yep. That card and Withering Boon yeah, so, are are going to be good friends in the meme department. Right? So you got <laughs> like
0: you got This set is super like I don't know what the word is for when they're just like pushing it. Like you got an actual sex act on that one removal spell. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. and now we've got like naked boobies. Like man, the 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 game's just getting adventurous, it's getting Exotic, risque, yeah. evocative. There it is. Cool. Hey, I got one. I got one more
1: that I want to talk about that that needs more love because this card's freaking good. Okay, Wild Magic Sorcerer. It's a creature, red three four three Orc Shaman. The first spell you cast from Exile gains Cascade each turn. Neat. Yeah, so this is going to get you, like, in the combo deck that I was talking about, this guy's going to help you rip through your deck more because the first thing that you, air quotes, draw that you then cast is going to get Cascade. Ooh. Yeah, so it's going to let you cast your next thing. So, like, if, if you, whatever, you draw a ritual spell to Exile, you cast it for two, you cascade down to, like, a soul ring or a mana crypt or something... And you just, like, get all mana for free. Ooh. Yeah, or you get, like, another ritual to cast your next draw spell.
0: Okay, let me hit you with, with two things Sure. That are cool about this deck. One, it's got a Xenagos the Reveler in it. Criminally underrated Planeswalker. Criminally underrated. He yeah, makes, I, makes pl- dudes, I play him in my, in my Cascade deck. Gets you lots of mana, doesn't it? He makes mana, he makes dudes, and he does, like, get a bunch of bros and lands. But the point is... What's his mana. plus one ability? Because that's the good one, right? get X mana in any combination of red and green, where X is the number of dudes you have. And then for zero, you get a red and green dude. And then for minus six, you exile the top seven of your library. And you can put any number of creatures and or lands into play. Cool. Very cool. And, 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 here's another sweet thing about this deck. You can play Possibility Storm and nobody can get mad at you. Why? Because you play it and then you exile cards until you hit a card that shares a type. Then you cast it from exile, thereby getting a wolf.
1: Nice. Boom. Nice. And
0: with all the chaos drawing stuff, because you'd have the redundancy where you're going to play your chaos draw spell, you're going to do possibility storm down into another chaos draw spell, thereby making a wolf, and then since you're not playing the cards that you've chaos drawn from your hand, you don't have to worry about possibility storm impacting them. This deck actually works around the restriction imposed upon you by the Possibility Storm.
1: That's like Zada. Zada does that too. So good. Because you, you cast the first one and it copies, and then you cast the Possibility Storm one, and it also copies because you and, cast it. Right? Yeah. Okay, so if you want to make a cool combo deck, you send that in to CommanderCooker.gmail.com or for your Patreon supporter and you're on the Discord. It's one of the benefits over at Patreon.com slash podcast. You get those decks into the you get that deck into the deck list category. I kind of want to build or channel. I mean,
0: this is the one I was the most excited about, even more than horror. Yeah, I like this one now that we've
1: talked about it a little bit. In that you can build a Gruul deck, you can build some kind of card draw value deck. Yeah, or you could build a combo deck like I was talking about.
0: Yeah, you can do so many things with this, and it's I think it's the most understated of the four, because like oh that's stupid Gruul doesn't do that kind of stuff, but it it can. And it could do it for not very much money. None of the cards that we've talked about are breaking the bank. And
1: you know what I really like about it? And you point this out frequently is that's the kind of deck or that's the kind of strategy that gets a new card or two new cards every single set. Yep. Because they're always printing that kind of stuff in red these days.
0: Yep. Cool. I like it. So let's move on to our third deck. This is Draconic Descent, but not like... Descent is into go down, but descent is into like plot against people who you know. Helmed by Firecrack Conalinga Skater, who's a 3-3 three, three for Is It and 3, Flying Haste, whenever one or more dragons you control attack an opponent, go target creature that player controls. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to one or more of your opponents, if that creature had to attack this turn for plus one plus one counter on firecrack and you draw a card. That is the most hoops you have to jump through to draw a card I've ever seen.
1: Whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, which which will be the goaded creature, right? Yes. If that creature had to attack this turn, because it did, because it's goaded, right? we draw a card and put a plus one on firecrack. Right. That's not that many hoops because they're going to attack. We but, have- but they have to deal combat damage. Yeah, so if it's yeah. blocked...
0: Yeah, the, their creature has to deal combat damage after you have done combat damage with a dragon. Well, he's got haste. We, but you, you got to play more than one him, right? Whenever one or or, but or more. Yeah. Man, why doesn't this just say
1: when when a dragon? Well, for all because the, then you can attack with like 10 dragons and draw 10 cards next
0: turn. Well, Or goad 10 creatures. So is this a goad deck or is this a dragon deck? Yes, Oh, that's why I don't like it. That's why I'm so medium on it. It's just, I I don't like it, and it's not that I have anything against Goad. I kind of like Goad. I play Goad, but I just don't care for this deck. I think it's trying to do lots of kind of kooky, finicky, mimi little things, and it's just not doing them amazingly well.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking down the list and I'm seeing lots of cards I recognize to be dragons, and I'm seeing some cards that are like, why is this in here? Did they just throw this in here just because? Like, like this is the deck that Brash Taunter and Stuffy Doll are in? Yeah! Why? Brash Taunter. But
0: why? I don't know. And, and, why wasn't Brash Taunter in the Groll deck? I would have shit my pants if they put Brash Taunter <laughs> in a Groll deck. <laughs> they put the Brash Taunter in here so that people would buy it, let's be honest. Oh. That's the only reason.
1: It's the only reason. And I'm I'm looking at, like, Cazool, Tyrant of the Cliffs. Like, why? Is that just so you don't get attacked?
0: It, and they're, You're playing a GOAT yeah, they're You're goaded. Not, they can't attack yeah, you. Yeah, like, what the hell? Right? Like, there's so many things in this deck that just don't make sense. So like, without, without really
1: digging deep, like, all the way in past the surface level, kind of 10,000-foot review that we're doing to help make recommendations for these decks...
0: I don't see it. I don't either. I, I think that, like, I get what they're doing. They're trying to make an is it attacky attack deck instead of an is it spelly McSpell deck. Yep. And I don't think they've done a great job. And I don't think they've done a great job because I don't want to say reprint equity, but I mean, you've got to play good dragons to have a good dragon deck. And instead of doing good dragons, they've got a bunch of elementals and, like, kind of bad dragons. And like a whale and there's some goblins so is this
1: okay does the is it attacky attacky deck exist i think that that deck can exist absolutely it can because you're playing red there's plenty of of dragons in red there's plenty of attack stuff there's plenty of shenanigans for lack of a better word that you can do in
0: blue hell yeah
1: and there's niv-mizzet notwithstanding probably not a whole ton of of is it colored dragons? But fuck, there's like seventeen Niv mizzets that you could play. Yeah. Is this the one that's got um the the all your opponent's creatures are goaded card? What's that card called? Oh, the uh the goblin. No, no, no. The oh. the, the, the the
0: spell. Disrupt decorum. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So that's that's a good reprint, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a solid one. I think yeah, people like it. And that. I see oh. I seen a couple like other good reprints that That were wait. There's a Curse of Opulence is in here. Opulence. That's a good one. I'm happy to see that one come back. The Goblin Spy Master is in here, which was an eleven or twelve dollar card down to three. Brash Taunter is always a welcome reprint. I will always welcome that every time it gets reprinted in a deck. Niv Mizzet Perun or Pay Run or whatever you want to say. I don't know if he was expensive, but it's cool to see that card back and. New cards in here, the Asshole Dragon is actually quite cool, I That think. would
1: be Astral Dragon.
0: That's what I said.
1: Oh, there's a couple new cards that I wanted to talk about in this deck, and I don't think, none of them command the huge price tag, like $20 Black Market Connections. Right. So I wouldn't buy the whole deck. I would get them Jeez. from FusionGamingOnline.com using CCO Spring promo code Hell. to save 5%, Yeah. because dude. I was going to buy them anyways. Absolutely. There's three here. Okay. Astral Dragon is one. A 4-4 four, four for blue, blue, six dragon flying. When Astral Dragon enters the battlefield, create two tokens that are copies of target non-creature permanent, except they are three three dragon creature tokens in addition to their other types, and they have flying. Yeah. So that sort of lets you break the rules of commander by making two of the one thing. Yep. Except they are three threes. Don't they're, care.
0: That are dudes. Yeah. Like you could. Yeah. That's, that's cool, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's actually four. There's Endless Evil. It's gonna do a similar thing. At the, it's an enchantment aura, enchant creature we control. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of our upkeep, create a token that's a copy of enchanted creature, except it's a one-one. You put that
0: on asshole dragon.
1: This mm-hmm. is, oh, that would be really, <laughs> really good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is kind of like the the simic one that costs six. The creature that uh, co- copies every upkeep. Followed footsteps. No, that that also does that. Uh, Progenitor mimic. Yes, 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 yes. But this only costs three. Yeah, and when enchanted creature dies, if it was a horror, maybe it will be. Could be. Return endless evil to its owner's hand.
0: Huh. The horror thing is weird because I figured they'd put that in the horror tribal EDH deck. You oh, know maybe, I mean? maybe.
1: Oh, sorry. Maybe it is. Sorry, I've I've got the list of new cards in in front of me. Okay, then. Yeah. You're... Sorry, I I won't read the other card that I was going to talk about. The the next card in this deck though is artificers class that's a new class card Yep. which is in the is it attacky dragon deck it's an enchantment class for blue one the first artifact spell you cast this turn or each turn cost one less to cast
0: sure each and every artifact in this deck there's 11 of them sans one sans one are rocks what the hell is that doing in here Ooh, yeah. It's just, I understand why the card exists. Why is it in this deck? I don't know. Continue. Yeah,
1: maybe because in the only other deck that had blue, the Horror Tribal one, it didn't fit. Yeah. And also they didn't want it in like the draft format, so they <laughs> stuck it in here.
0: And they figured, well, this deck's already a mess.
1: Let's just throw it in there. Yeah, it's got 10 mana rocks and a Solemn Simulacrum and a Burnished Heart yeah. and a Steel Hellkite. Hey, there's one. Okay, there's a Steel Hellkite. Steel Hellkite, there you go. And a Stuffy St- Doll, yeah. I guess. yeah, yeah. Okay, next one. This is for blue one. So at this point, we've done blue, blue, two to get this. When this class becomes level two, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an artifact card, put that card into your hand, and the rest on the bottom in a random order. That's a little bit Proteus Staffy. Yep. If I have one artifact in my deck, Ooh. this is a tutor for four mana. Yep. Probably I don't have just one artifact in my deck. Yeah. But you could craft a scenario where you do. Sure. You could also craft a scenario where it's like, 50 50 that you get like your artifact that you want or a soul ring
0: or a proteus staff to get the other one or Proteus <laughs> like staff. yeah like
1: yeah man like you could craft a scenario where it's like soul ring mana crypt mana vault let's say those are like three really good rocks that you might want to run in your deck right and then like your are a forge master that's like an actual artifact tutor sure or, or whatever artifact you want to run yeah. Eater of days, let's say. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's like 33% chance to make your mana back on on the Artificer's class with the mana rocks. Mm-hmm. Or you get your big artifact. Neat. I think that that's kind of cool. That's not too bad. And then the third one is at the beginning of your end step, create a token that's a copy of target artifact you control.
0: Obviously very cool. Yeah. That, that's obviously excellent. We don't need to explain why that's awesome because it just is. Yeah. Yes. No. Making copies of your own shit is very important.
1: Okay, next deck, final deck. This is, and I, I didn't even know that you made the joke that Watsy made. Mind
0: flayers. And I said horrors oh, yeah. because they're not Illithid type; they're horrors. Which I really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal your thunder entirely and tell you why I like this deck a lot. I have. I a, had thunder. You did. Oh, you okay. always do. You're, you're, you're swinging for the fences all the time, I'm man. I'm thunderous. That's, that's why people like you. Oh. So, mind flayers are horrors, and I have a casual Toxrill deck mm-hmm. that is these colors. That now I can add more horrors to my toxrail deck, thereby making it a little bit more casual tribally. and a little bit less Toxeril-y, really, which I am yeah. excited about.
1: Yeah, you know, you know what? It's it's. I say tribally, and you say casual. I think people think that sometimes those. Those two words are synonymous. Oh, they are not. You don't think? No. In in what way? Like as in, are there really good, powerful? I'll I'll yeah. use the word competitive, but I don't mean CEDH
0: tribes, uh, goblins, goblins, elves.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's slivers. A, ah, yeah, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. There,
0: there are some scary slivers, ass tribes out slivers there. Slivers can go fast. Yep.
1: Elves can go fast. Goblins, goblins can go, can go pretty fast. fast. Uh, maybe. Maybe blue black zombies—they can go fast. Yeah, you can lots do of z- combos there.
0: I think zombies have lots of lots of play. I think that these, in spite of what we just said about the last deck, I think that if you do a really stout dragon deck, your dragons can get in there pretty good. Like, tribal decks can be pretty punishing if you—I don't want to say build them correctly, but if you build them to be.
1: Yeah, you know what I just thought of? I thought of goblins, zombies, elves, and I then I thought of pirates and horrors okay so yeah. get this get this goblins goblins elves and zombies not a whole ton of text on a lot of the good cards of old right like think of like goblin king goblin king or undead war chief or yeah. land war elf it's like not a whole ton of text there yeah. and then you look at pirates and and what was the other one i just said Horrors. Horrors. Lots of text. Mm-hmm. Lots of text. Are the creatures that good or or are they that tribally? Or is it just they're all the same tribe and they all do something powerful? That and that's why the, the deck the tribe deck is good. Yes. Yes. That.
0: I think that the old tribes like goblins and zombies are so good because they're just they have synergy with one another and they're just stout. Ten cards all say your tribe gets plus
1: one, plus one. Yeah. All ten, and you play all ten of them. Yeah. So if you just, like, draw, play it for three. Draw this one, play this one for four. Draw this one and this one, play them both. Yes. And now, oh, all my guys are six sixes. Exactly. Right? As opposed done. to, like, playing playing this first horror that we're going to
0: talk about, A- Is Aboleth it, spawn? Should we do Aboleth spawn or should we do Captain Grathrod first? Is he a horror as well? He sure is. He's a horror pirate. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about him during the Legendary review a little bit, right? Yeah, we do. I think this guy's cool. I like this guy. Well, give him a read. He's a 3-6 for 5, one of which is blue, one of which is black. He's a pirate horror. Horrors you control have menace. Whenever a horror you control deals combat damage to a player, that player mills that many cards. At the beginning of your end step, choose target artifact or creature from target opponent's graveyard that was put there from their library this turn. Put it into play under your control. Hell yeah. So you're milling them and you... plundering their booty. That's right. Yes. That that is direct booty plundering cuz you come over to their house, punch them right in the face and then steal their shit. Yes. That is there is no more pirate thing than that. So,
1: you know, you know my criticism here is we didn't get a pirates of the Caribbean Davy Jones of Yet. this guy because this Yet. is exactly what Davy Jones does. He takes dead guys and puts them to crew on his ship. And this guy even looks like Davy Jones.
0: If only they had non-foil versions of this card that a card-altering professional could get a hold of, paint them, and put them up for auction every Thursday on our Facebook page. Oh, if well, only you know what? that was a thing. If
1: I did an entire paint over as Davy Jones, that would look f- sweet and foil. Where just the name line is foil? And the whole thing is Davy Jones?
0: I feel like you're talking yourself into it. Cool. That's all I'm saying.
1: Here's one that we did not talk about during our legendary review. This is Zelix Sanity Flare. Zelix Sanity Flare has Hive Mind. Ooh. Whenever a player mills one or more creature cards, you create a black one one horror creature token. Two three horror. So it fits into the deck. And has one tap target player mills three cards. And choose a background. Sure. So I like this one because it potentially goes infinite with Altar of the Brood, <laughs> a card that I've quoted earlier for my Gruel Mill deck. <laughs> this could go into my blue Mill deck. <laughs> Man, everybody who's like wanting real magic talk is like, Are these guys fucking play Mill.
0: Well, I don't play Mill. You do. Oh. I used to, but I, I don't anymore. Yeah. So this is a cool card. You could miss.
1: You could oh, miss. Oh, sure you could. It's like it's like blind. It's like no painter's servant and then grindstone grindstoning. <laughs> yeah like this is that but i figured if i put this guy in my brew back deck and had alter of the brood which i don't currently play target player mills six if there's any creatures in there do it again or or like or um get a get a thing get a dude get a dude and when i get a dude they mill again yeah because yeah fucking neat that's what alter of the brood does now, do you want to talk about Aboleth spawns?
0: you know what an Aboleth is? I do want to talk about it. I don't know what it is. Aboleth are... I like Aboleth. They're cool. I When when we were doing our last Dungeons & Dragons campaign, we were going to end it by fighting an Aboleth. Because Aboleths are fucking neat. They're these little, like, kind of sub-aquatic things that live way under the ground. And they're super-duper psychic. And they, like, mind-control things from miles and miles away and, like, break them and turn them into their servants and shit. And then they, like, bring them into their little Aboleth hives and they, like moisturize them and stuff. Oh, they rub lotion on our skin that, for us? That, they're fantastic villains, so, man. They're so, like the villainous of the most vile villainy. Oh, yeah. And this is a Aboleth Spawn.
1: So this is Aboleth Spawn Flash Ward 2, which would make me understand that it's like lives underground or something. Yeah, yep, you know, yep, okay. Yep. And it's a 2-3 fish horror. Shout out to Fish Tribal. Yep. Bluetooth tel- uh, Probing Telepathy. 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 Whenever a creature entering the battlefield under an opponent's control causes a triggered ability of that creature to trigger, we may copy that ability and choose new targets for the copy.
0: That is so cool. That's pretty cool. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use Aboleth's spawn to just ruin F.U. Alex's life.
1: And F.U. Aiden's. Yep. And Mm -hmm. the way that it's worded... Blink
0: this, you asshole.
1: Yeah, get this. Get this. The way that it's worded, creature causes a triggered ability. Now, if they've got a panharmonicon and they trigger a thing twice, does that work? Uh, So we can make two copies of it? That I don't know. I'm going to look up the wording on panharmonicon. This guy, though, is good. How many monies is he worth? He is about
0: seven bucks, I think. Americans, that'd be like 104 Canadian panharmonicon says that ability triggers an additional time then that would probably do it so it would
1: trigger again so let's say you've got etb gain three life mm-hmm. if i had a panharmonicon mm-hmm. and i play a guy that says etb gain three life panharmonicon says etb gain three life again mm-hmm. both of those triggers would be on the stack i've got and you've got the what is it called aboleth spawn. aboleth spawn Whenever a creature entering the battlefield under an opponent's control would cause ability to trigger, and remember, it triggered twice, then we can copy it, so we would also gain six life. Yeah. Not the most powerful example. But an example that is easy to understand
0: and pretty cool. This is a neat card. I like this.
1: doesn't trigger off of like
0: attack triggers, like a tolly, right? That's fine. I mean, it's still neat. I think most of the abuse value things are probably... ETBs, right? Triggers off are, of... If people are still playing Solemn Simulacrum because they haven't figured out that that card is just way outclassed, see a future top five and five, or episode.
1: Uh, I don't remember.
0: Either one of those things. We've done content on it. We've talked about this. Solemn Simulacrum is a card that's been outclassed by lots of other shit. And if people are still playing it, Aboleth Spawn, baby. Man.
1: This would this would make your perforos. My perforos too.
0: Yeah. I can psychic probe your, (laughs) I can probe your perf. Don't Google that. (laughs) I still think I'd win that race though. Cause it's just going to kill the other two guys faster. And I only have to do three damage to this. Yeah, It's got a boltable butt. Boltable butt. Which I like. You know what I don't like? And here's, here's a criticism.
1: Okay. This is just like a fish. Like, can I just take it out of the water to beat it? No, because it's in an it's, underground sea. But it doesn't look like a bad guy. It doesn't look. It just looks like a, like a thing. That's a baby. That's just a little baby. Is it smart? Is yes. it Self-aware. They're
0: super smart. They're incredibly smart. They like have psionic capabilities. They're really, really, really smart. They're
1: evil as hell, man. Maybe I can't. Ju- maybe I just can't like get wrap my head around it. Aboliths and, are so scary. And Are
0: they actually evil at heart? Yes. Or, or
1: are they just like trying to preserve their no? Themselves? They just en- they enslave people
0: because they're dicks, and then oh. they lay eggs in them and shit. Like they're mean. Oh, they're mean. I guess let us know in the comments. Oh yeah, I would if, if, if as mean as Brando says. If I met an abelith, I would definitely poke it in the eye and then just run away real fast so it couldn't get me because it oh. fucking would hold a grudge and try and get me. What else is in this? Ooh 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 ooh. Oh dude, we, we have gotta gotta to talk about this, about this card. We're, gotta talk about this card. on. Why are we talking about Ookulan? Because it's an X4, a star 4, for red, for black 3. Crab ooze horror.
1: If ever Watsy was trolling us. Yes. Th- this over is and it. above not giving us preview cards. <laughs> and not answering my fucking emails. Yes. This is it. There, here we go. And they were like, hey, you know those CCO guys? We gave them preview cards like a couple years ago or last year. Yeah. And you know how we're not going to do that anymore? Let's print the perfect card to not give them. Yes.
0: (laughs) This is it. It's a crab. It's an ooze. It's both. What the fuck? Horrific symbiosis is its ability. At the beginning of your end step, exile up to one target creature card from an opponent's graveyard. If you do, create a token that's a copy of Ukulon. Man. And
1: Ukulon's power is equal to the number of crabs, oozes, and and horrors you control.
0: Oh why?
1: Yeah, you I right? already I already have lots of crabs. And I have lots of oozes. Yeah, oh, man. This is such a cool card, man. This, yep. It's so good. Yep. You could you could uh, I was going to say you should make a Bruderclad Ukulon deck, but you can't. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> can't.
0: Oh, I wish I could. Dang it. I would definitely do it though. Oh, if this thing was blue, man, definitely would do it. Super cool. Super cool.
1: I don't know if there's a whole ton else in, in the decks that...
0: It, it, like, what I, do you there, think? There was a couple of... like We talked about the Endless Evil. It's in this deck. Yep. There's a leyline Line of Anticipation reprint in here. That's kind of neat. There's a Black Market reprint. Also a good one. I think there's an old Standard card that got her some love. Hullbreaker Horror. There's a uh, uh, Memory Plunder from Shadowmoor. Got a reprint oh, here as yeah. well. That which... card was expensive for a while because... Because it's only in Shadowmoor, yeah. Right? Because Shadowmoor. So there's a few like interesting things. I think more this one's about just a really neat tribe that has a kind of a cool, very demure sort of mill, steal your guys, steal your opponent's stuff uh, angle to it, which is neat. And it's also got a pirate and a pun in the name, which mm. I really like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. man.
1: I got one more card. Okay, we forgot to talk about it during the Gruel deck. Okay. This is my last card of the day. Okay. Green Slime. Hell yeah, dude. Green Slime is a 2-2 ooze with flash for green 2. When Green Slime enters the battlefield, counter target activated or triggered ability from an artifact or enchantment source. Ooh. Okay. Now, if a permanent's ability was countered this way, destroy that permanent. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of like uh, Acidic Slime. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. It also has foretell green. So you can cast it like face down. <laughs> and then you, <laughs> you turn You can it cast face. it
0: like a trap. You've activated my trap card. And then somebody will slap you. Yeah. So
1: during your turn, you can pay two and you exile it. And then you can cast it later for green. That's its foretell cost. So kind of like morph, kind of like paying, a, paying it in, in, in installments. Yep. I would just play it in Animar and cast it for green and counter target activated ability from, I don't know. Does it say a non mana ability? No, it just says oh. activated or triggered ability. Fuck your Sol Ring. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah dude. Uh, I don't think you can counter mana abilities. It says ability. Because they don't use the stack. It's a mana know, ability. That but sucks. You could counter, like, I cast a creature and then I could counter uh, draw a draw card unless you pay one. I could mm-hmm. counter a, I drew a card, you make a treasure token. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got something that I just can't win through, yeah. like a like a Torpor Orb or something. No, it doesn't work with that.
0: Man, when did Torpor Orb become so many dollars? I don't
1: know. Holy. We need a Torpor
0: Orb reprint. How come that wasn't in these sets? Holy crap. That's a that's a thing. I was looking to get one the other day. Yeah. No, not going to. I'll yep. just have the couple that I have. Oh, also of note in this deck, I forgot to mention Harold's Horn reprint. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Heralds 1 was getting up there in dollars too. It's, is this a, no, it's not a three mana mana rock, but it comes into play. Choose a creature type. Creatures you choose of the selected type cost one less, so sort of a rock. And at the beginning of your upkeep. Look at the top card of your library. If it's a creature card that is of the chosen type, you can reveal it and put it in your hand. I think originally from
1: Commander 17. See 17 in the tribal ye- decks? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. so that's a good one. It's a neat one. Yeah, for the record, Torpor Orb Foil, $104. <laughs> Good thing I got one for Lord of Tressorhorn. <laughs> <laughs> I have three of them.
0: Oh, man. Because I was collecting them at the time. I was like, I should get a fourth one of these. Just like, And then I saw the price. No. 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 I'm not that much of a completionist. I don't care. No. So overall, Ryan, what was your favorite of the four decks? Favorite of the four? Girl, the
1: girl no, one. Me too. Exit from exile. I want to build a combo deck. That's that's cool. I, d- I just kind of want to build some kind of deck out of it. I do. I want to do a non-deterministic combo because then if it whiffs, it's really funny. Yeah, and it, and if it doesn't whiff, it speaks to my build, and my playability, and my rules
0: savviness. And it also might be funny.
1: And it also might be funny. Yes, yes. which is also key. What's your least favorite one? Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the party one. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not really that into party. And it doesn't include blue. If the party one had blue in it, there might be something that I could find in it to put into my Orvar, the all-form deck, <laughs> because he's every party type. Right. He's not a whole party by himself, but he's of each of the party types because he's every creature type. Yeah. So that one feels like a miss to me, but only personally. Yes. If if anybody out there in CCO land likes party, wants to play party, now they have the opportunity to play some new, updated, better party
0: cards with stuff, Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm going to agree with you again because wow. I, I don't like that one because it's just, it's a mechanic I don't care about. And they sort of top end loaded that one with more value than the other decks. And I'm not saying they did that on purpose because I don't think that they did, but it just kind of worked out that way. Yeah. Where like, so people are going to go out, the value hunters are going to go out and buy that one like so much more yeah. and it's like they're buying these, this, this shitty deck for the Cause it's the, I think it's the only one that if you buy it, the value of cards in the deck are actually worth more than the deck. Whereas the rest of them is not.
1: Like, yeah, in a month from now it won't be.
0: Yeah, like you could sell two of the cards, keep the rest, and still have, like you've made some cash on that one. Whereas the rest of them, like, you'd have to find somebody to pay you 25 cents for every land in the deck too. Yeah. Because the land bases in these decks are all shit. We haven't mentioned that. but Ah, uh, we never do. They never do, but it's worth mentioning. They're all shit. And I just wanted to say that out loud so that everybody knows. They're probably serviceable. They're they're serviceable for pre cons, but they could be better. And we all you know, know, that they be better.
1: And you yes, know that they're not going never, to print shocks and fetches. You know that they're not going to.
0: Never, ever. But there's, a, like we talked about on our thing where we talked about outclassed cards. They can, there's enough dual esque lands that you can at least print fetchable stuff. You know what I want? You know what I want to see in these? Or print a goddamn land cycle that's in the set. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Why not? Why can't they do that? Why don't they You're do that? You're talking about like
1: the Battle Bond reprints yeah. in the put proper em, set? Put them in these? Put them in here. Yeah. Why not? You know what I want to see in these? I want to see the OG Modern Horizons ones where you sack them to draw a card. Sure. Yeah, I want to see those. Yeah. Is that, is that is that what they do? Draw a no, card? Did, Fiery Islet they and, they and the cycle such? and all that? I don't know.
0: It doesn't matter what they do. they stupid. Everything in this deck is stupid. Give me a reflecting pool. Know what I'm saying?
1: Fiery Islet. Yeah. Pay one life. Get a blue or a red. Pay one. Tap. Sack. Draw card. I want to
0: see these get reprinted because these are all above $10. There we go. There's some more stuff we could put in. That'll probably be in. Now, there is no. This isn't Modern Horizons. Is there going to be a Modern Horizons this year? Are they doing Triple Masters instead? Uh, triple Masters. They'll probably do Madi Ho 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 too. mama, Ho Ho Ho. For Christmas. Marty Ho Ho Ho! Oh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I cracked the and I hope nobody from Wizards heard that and all of the dollar signs that it generated. And now they're just going to go ahead and do it. Ooh. Three premium sets in one year. Dang. Ooh, ooh. Okay, yikes, so man. We, before we give them any ideas, we got to get out of here, yeah, man. Yeah, we
1: we just agreed a whole ton on a whole bunch of stuff. Next week, we've got a topic that we disagree on yeah and we're gonna talk about that and it's gonna be a whole ton of fun and and you'll see when you tune in next week hopefully on youtube because you're fucking listening anyways you should mm-hmm. subscribe yep. uh we're we'll probably come out the other side still being friends weird how that works hey yeah So give us the final thought of the day. Thank the business daddies, and let's get out of here.
0: FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. CCOSpring is your promo code to get 5% off all of the shit that you're going to buy anyway, be it these decks or just the singles from them. Big thanks to them. Big thanks to you for being here. Let us know down in the comments if we missed anything or what you plan to do, if anything, with any of these decks. Slash pre-con commanders and we are going to be back to have a general disagreement on the next episode of commander cookout podcast hit our theme song